0: Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to Paul Kemp, The App Guy Podcast. The App Guy Podcast. Straight from your host, Paul, The App Guy. Sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. The App Guy Podcast.
1: Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. It's your host, my name is Paul Kemp, and this is the podcast where, if you're an indie app developer, if you're studying app development, if you want to get into this world, then we in- interview some great guests from anywhere that we can find them. And these guests inspire us with their stories and their endeavors in the app world. And uh, today is a great uh, episode um, because we have um, Greg. McGregor and he is the founder of Magellan LLC.com. So, if you just go and visit Magellan LLC.com, and they claim to do everything related to mobile, they're going to help us understand what they do. Um, I believe that they've got some tools that can help us as indie app developers as well. So, Greg, it's a warm welcome to the App Guide podcast.
0: Thanks, Paul. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm really happy to be on the App Guide podcast.
1: Greg, we'd love to know about you. And if you could spend a few minutes just telling us, you know, about the company you've set up and uh, actually about you personally as well.
0: Okay. Y- you know, um, I started an awful long time ago. <laughs> and actually, um, most of my team uh, has been with me for a good 20 years or so. And uh, we started off in the, in the 90s uh, with mobile and uh, building applications, but it was very different back then. And our, our claim to fame back then was all the prepaid uh, networks uh, throughout Europe through BT CellNet with the Pay & Go program. So, we were able to get in and work and build mobile OSs and other kind of good stuff. And, and then our team uh, went on to build some content delivery networks for the internet and make video happen and so forth in the dot com days. And we decided, you know, about 10, 14 years ago, I guess it's been about 14 now, to uh, bring those two worlds together mobile app development. So, we have been focused on that for some time.
1: See, that's fascinating. I mean, that's what a history. Twenty years of doing mobile app development. I mean, this is incredible stuff. And uh, you know, I would love to go back and uh, look at what, some of your first, uh, I guess, your first operating systems, and just realize that what we've got now. You know, and how lucky we are. And Greg, you forget you forgot to tell us a little bit about you personally. And um, what well, t- we'd like to know you as well because we want to hear your story. Uh, where do where do you live and um, yeah tell us a bit about you personally
0: well let's see I live out here in California in the Silicon Valley um, I'm a father uh, I have three beautiful daughters uh, one actually who is handicapped and that's actually one of the reasons why um, I created this this company as well as to have some flexibility in terms of of my time and so forth so I dedicate time to her and the foundation to helping other people and that's what I do in my personal time I'm a pilot so I love to fly uh, and I just absolutely love app development, and that's pretty much my world.
1: Greg, you are our unbelievably ideal guest. This is why I set this podcast up to meet people like yourself. Here, you've already inspired me with uh, you know what you've said so far. Uh, I, I think all credit to you and what you're doing. Um, you know, and you're really making a difference. So uh, let's go through then. Um, but perhaps we could start with just understanding, you know, the journey that you've been on uh, its 20 years working with the same team. How on earth have people stuck around with you for so long? What, what's the secret sauce?
0: (laughs) Well, we're, we're sort of persistent. We, we've, we've been exceptionally successful um, on multiple occasions and we've also been not so successful on other occasions. And so it's been a it's been a it's been an interesting and long journey it's been fun it's been dynamic um and you know the team is really excited right now because it's just the whole world's going mobile and with our experience going all the way back 20 years i mean we're we're consulting with the top companies in the world and also enabling you know small business owners to compete in that same world and it's just really really exciting so we're passionate about it. We see it. And after 20 years, you know, you you kind of get it right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah I'm, yeah. I'm guessing that you've seen, you know, because you, you do see a lot of things come around and go around. And um, a lot of us, you know, have this misguided perception that mobile really started with the launch of the iPhone. But of course, you know, we've we, I, I'm personally been living with mobile phones now for, I guess you're right, for about 20 years. But yeah. uh, uh, so in, how did you end up? I guess, making money in the early days then if... um, uh, Yeah, tell us a little bit about the business model that you were getting involved with early on, because I think that's quite interesting to learn from those early uh, days of, of development.
0: Are you talking 10, 15 years ago or the 20 years ago?
1: I don't know. I mean, you know, people they're are just, both. well, to be frank, it's people are, you know, they're not, I guess we're, yeah. my audience is not as okay. far along their journey as you've been. And so, you okay. know, maybe some, we've got some listeners, uh, the sure. appsters who uh, is just starting out. So it, it will help us understand what it's, you know, what we need to do to start out.
0: Well, that's a, that's a really big question. I'll guess I'll just tell you what my experience has been. I've tried a number of different ways to, to get, you know my business is going and things working and so forth and it's been an interesting journey you know the first go around it did the traditional um, start building an app and and the hardware to go with it and went and sought investment and and went through the whole angel VC round type investing Um, that has its benefits and and drawbacks you know and and that was a was a pretty good success got a little bit of a different business model here at Magellan now we actually use our professional services to to um, generate the, the income to, to build our other products and so forth so it's it's all self-funded um, you got to build you know when if you're out there building an app um, it's not just about building the app you need to you really need a market and you need to promote it you know or it really won't go anywhere but you still can today uh, build an app and and have a home run and and I and it's changing you know you mentioned the iPhone and Apple and what Steve Jobs did and you know what was interesting about that is for you know, for a very long time, there was a big um, tie-up in the industry and, and fight over, you know, who could have control over the apps and, you know, did your local carrier, and, and that really changed the game. And it's changed things in a bigger way than I think you realize. I mean, there's not a better time to get into mobile app development than right now um, because it's, it's changing everything in such a big way uh, and things move very quickly. And so if you're thinking about it, it's a good time. Don't don't listen to everybody. If they say there's too much out there, there's not. It's still coming. We're at the bottom of the of the curve, to be honest, um, if you consider the Internet of Things and what apps can do. Yeah, I mean, I'm always, I'm at
1: always th- amazed at what apps can do. And it's just, you're right, we are living in an amazing time. Uh, at yeah. WWDC this year, there was a mention that there's 10 million uh, developers now that are subscribed to uh, the Apple program. And so uh, how challenging is it to... Get our apps noticed and marketed in in such a competitive uh, environment.
0: It is challenging, you know. I do have a, a number of customers that build the app and and think once it's in the store, it's going to be downloaded a million times, and and you know you struggle to get you past your friends and so forth. So it does take a bit of work. It's just half the battle. So you've got to market it. Social networking is fantastic. Getting out there talking about it on programs like yourself and so forth really helps a lot. Um, and then it can pick up real quick and go.
1: Yeah. Cause we've, we've learned a lot. I mean, one of the reasons I set this podcast up as well was to learn how others are marketing their apps, because I think we can always learn from each other. And, uh, I, I'm interested in, in, how perhaps you use uh, social media to, to market your apps. Do you, do you market them for, on behalf of clients or is that the client's responsibility?
0: We well, so traditionally up until a few years ago, that was the client's responsibility. But the what we found is that um there, it is just, just half the battle. So we've actually been working on a program to support the whole app development all the way through marketing, you know, and, and helping set up the the sites and affiliates and and um public ventures and, and you name it to try to really help push the app. So that's something we're helping people with more and more. Because it's it's not it takes a bit of work you know so if you're an app developer um just realize that when it's out there you don't stop at least on the app development ever and you continually push it forward and you just gotta you can't talk enough
1: yeah i was gonna say do you need a a reasonably good sized uh, angel fund or some backing to uh, use paid uh, advertising to get the, the app out there is that do you see that a good return on investment for that
0: it it certainly helps. I mean, all, uh, the paid advertising works works well, but it costs money. You're right. You need some financial backing to do that. Um, s- some apps, you know, if you hit it right, and, and there's a lot of demand in a specific area, uh, word of mouth actually still works pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah. Posting to your Facebook friends. We had an, an app that uh, we r- was released a few weeks ago, and uh, with with zero with zero effort, it's thousands of users already using it, and that that was new. That has yet happened. That hasn't happened to us yet. Um, So it just depends on, you know, your app and what's hot right now, to be quite honest.
1: So, Greg, I know this question is a little bit tricky because when I'm asked um, what was my favorite app to work on, it's a little bit like choosing your favorite child. It's really hard. (laughs) And I know you've got three beautiful daughters. So uh, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of if you were to perhaps talk us through a story of when you were, working on an app that you, you think was really disruptive and you and you had a passion for could you could you pick pick one of them then and, and talk us through that experience
0: well you're not kidding that is a really tough question i have a, a number of favorites i think um the most disruptive and exciting app though would have to have to been back in the 90s um There was an issue, and maybe some of the viewers may not know this or not, but when wireless was mobile phones first came out, you couldn't roam. You couldn't here in the States, you couldn't move between states, and in Europe you couldn't move between um, countries, cities, and it just didn't work. So we actually put together an app with the back end that allowed uh, the billing to occur so that phones could roam instantly throughout wherever you were uh, throughout Europe. And so that was a huge success as the whole Pango program and so forth. And that was that was exciting. I mean, it was many years in the work. Um, and we've and I've had a few other ones here, too, with some of our customers. They're just amazing. There's some really cool stuff going on. But uh, for me personally, that was a lot of work. That, and, sound, and really that sounds that. like
1: it is something that would have changed the world. So in terms of then you spent years creating that. And did you have to set it to the operators to then have it pre-installed onto the phones? Yes. Right. That must have been... So, so did you find that part, you know, challenging? Because I guess there's all the rights issues, and and uh, that you know have all the operators. I mean, over here we we have Vodafone and uh, Orange and all these others. that I guess you had to to reach out and try and get them to put it onto their f- phones as standard.
0: Yeah, it it is challenging, and and you can't get discouraged. You know, you may have to knock on a hundred or a thousand doors, and and it takes a little bit of luck. I've got to be honest. Timings, timing for that type of thing. And that type of a product um, relies a little bit on luck. You know you've got to be at the right place at the right time and be prepared. So if you've got your app, you know, like I did for that particular one, just be persistent. you know and it'll it'll unlock for you at some point.
1: So I just want to Apple. remind my Appster tribe listening to this right now, stop moaning about the Apple App Store because <laughs> it is a phenomenal thing that we have, a global distribution method of delivering our software, our apps. To any iPhone or iOS device in the world, it's it's phenomenally good. And yes, okay, we have to pay thirty percent to Apple, and we have to go through the manual review process. But don't you think it's better than knocking on doors (laughs) like Photophone? And uh, we we have it. Uh, Yes,
0: it took years to get a single app installed.
1: Yes, (laughs) it's good to be reminded of that because I do think that sometimes (laughs) we forget how far we've come in in such a, I guess, a reasonably short period of time. And uh, yeah, we do have, you know, our issues now, but certainly there's so much more opportunity out there and the app store is making a lot of people uh, very wealthy.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Uh, What keeps you passionate about apps? I mean, 20 years is like, and you sound still passionate about what you're doing now. And how, how do you keep just so interested? Do you you know? Do you have any habits that you uh, do daily rituals or you know stuff to just keep you really on on top of your game?
0: Well, you know, I got to be honest. You know, for probably a few years ago, I don't know. I I, I sort of understand what you mean. You know, it's been a long time, and and so forth, and things kind of look the same. But I got to tell you, this last this last few years, my eyes have really been reopened. I mean, it's really the beginning of. Apps on on Google Glass, apps on devices that aren't your mobile phone. I mean, apps are a big deal. It's 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 booming to to trillions of devices over this next decade, and so the opportunity is just tremendous for uh, programming, and it's got me really excited because the power of of the of third-party utilities and stuff just makes it amazing. We've got um, some computer vision uh, that one of our, f- our guys runs a foundation that does that, and we can. You know, you can look at something like with Google Glass and we can tell you what it is and how much and where it's available and all sorts of great stuff. It's just it's just going. It's just exciting. The more you can do more now and in the future than you could ever dream. And that's what's really got me excited.
1: That's that's amazing. I mean, it's, let's talk about what you're doing right now, because I think in the pre-chat you mentioned that you had some tools that you, you're working on for yourselves and, and you may yeah. actually think about. Uh, rolling those out to the community. Perhaps you can tell us about a couple of the projects that you've got that you can talk about.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's fantastic. I guess, you know, we've got so much experience um, and we decided to to give back by just doing hands-on professional services and help building apps for people and consulting and so forth. And so we've got, you know, 20 plus years experience. And when we went to go and and start building these hands-on networks. And apps, you know, and we're talking back end and, and the mobile app itself. We realized we needed to put together our own tool set to really differentiate us and to really be able to to incorporate twenty years of of knowledge and, and so forth. So we've got one on the one hand we've got something called M2, and that's our cloud back end service uh... that can be run at your facility or in the cloud that does all the database and social networking and, and 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 video there's a video on demand video purchases i mean it's an entire system that that can be used for any number of small to large companies and then the other tool we have that we're getting ready to, to launch is an actual app builder called matrix and that allows people to to build on top of that cloud system and build apps very quickly very robustly we can scale to millions of people without having to worry you can do in-app purchases and video on demand and i mean the list just goes on training materials and and so forth all with this development system uh, and it doesn't it doesn't require um, a ton of coding but knowledge but when you you can download the project and actually do, you know, much more in-depth coding. Right now it's available to, to people who are interested and uh, want to push it forward. It's not available to the general public, but it will be at some point.
1: Well, let's talk a little bit more about that because that's fascinating. So um, you, call, you call it Matrix, And mm-hmm. uh, so uh, are you saying that it's a, an SDK that will compile in uh, what I guess we're talking about iOS, are we?
0: Well, it's it's iOS, it's Android, uh, it's Windows, and uh, it'll move to other devices as well. Um, that's we're porting, you know, this stuff over. But effectively, it's a web website you go to, and what's nice is that we've we've have a great mesh of native components and HTML five. So you can design um, native things with a WYSIWYG on the web, uh, combined with a lot of HTML five, and get get an enormous amount of benefit. An enormous amount of features in an app, and a lot of our apps are released with just that. But if you wanted to, there's actually a download button. You download and open up your IDE and start coding pieces that are extremely unique to your to your app, which could be native. So it runs on all of those, and it's it's pretty exciting, and it it helps us build apps quicker. Um, uh, they're scalable, like I said. You tie it to our end and you know well, that's, you that's
1: amazing. So you're building yeah. the WordPress for yes the uh, the, the cross platform mobile uh, applications, native or mobile web. That's yes. phenomenally good. And yes. And so we go to, uh, which website is it? dot Mat- matrix.com is, have you
0: got that. Well, the, our main website is, uh, www.magellan, dot com Magellan com, And, um, the site that will be released, um, for Matrix is matrix.magellanllc.com. so so,
1: so, so greg this is ph- phenomenally interesting uh, i know that there's going to be people jumping up and down <laughs> just because uh the, you know we do a lot of us do build apps for clients, uh clients and it can be quite challenging you know going cross-platform um mm-hmm. I, I currently use a system called a uh, titanium studio by accelerator and, Yeah. uh mm-hmm. What what excites me most about this is firstly the ability to do it on the cloud on on the web, and mm-hmm. um, the ability to then uh, I'm guessing it's a just a, a further extension of the prototyping websites that we get to to build wireframes, uh, and prototype the apps, but you you so you're you're putting together the app the features, um, on on the web and. Then you you can just compile it from there and and get a file and what ultimately then just submit that to Apple.
0: Yeah, in fact, there's a couple ways to do it. You can either do it that way and and do the build and submit it to Apple as an example, or you literally just hit submit now on the web and off it goes um, through our system off to Apple, Android, um, you know, wherever you've targeted uh, to to be submitted. We've got a preview app actually. In the uh, store so you can log in and actually see it on your mobile phone before it's actually released in the store that wow. way you're not just looking at it on some simulated inter- interface you're actually using your complete app you know as designed uh, on the preview which is kind of cool
1: I feel this yeah. is going to be absolutely enormous uh, huge and just the potential for because I mean the, the, the whole market the whole world <laughs> I think is crying out for this type of solution
0: I think so, so. I mean, we've been doing an awful lot of consulting for a while and it's it's what's worked best for us and we're just going to start pushing it out to people. So it should it's pretty cool. It uh, really is.
1: Just just the final thing then, in terms of uh, when you do compile it and submit it through your website, uh, is it on your developer account or would that then mean that the, the underlying client then has to, uh, I guess if they haven't got an account, they have to create an, an account and put it on, on their developer account?
0: Yeah, we've had some where we're released through our our account, but j- typically it's through their own account. They'll set up their own developer account, and and uh, you provide you actually provide the credentials in the, the builder, and then it takes care of it from there.
1: Well, congratulations for bringing the world such a cool project. Because uh, I'm very excited about that. And no doubt uh, people listening are going to be very excited. So uh, we do like to try and flesh out other ideas for apps on this show, Greg. And mm-hmm. uh, do you, uh, I guess just asking you straight out, do you have any uh, app ideas that you're willing to share with us? Any half-baked ideas that you, you've you been thinking about whilst running or, you know, or basically, yeah, you're going to share with us so that we can build it and make lots of money? <laughs>
0: That's a really good question. I actually do. I don't know if I want to talk about them. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty, pretty significant, and um, I've got some good ones. However, you know, if you're if you're interested in helping out, then um, you can feel free to contact me, and and we'll we'll take it from there. Uh, anything and anything in social media um, is is really big, and and messaging and so forth. You can't really go wrong. Uh, right now, it's it's it'll continue to grow. So you know, that's a a good spot to be in. Yes, yeah, um, and so- media.
1: So, okay, so we won't be able to extract these wonderful uh, Instagram (laughs) app ideas that you've got in your head, which I don't blame you. But in terms of then uh, pain points, uh, you know, pain points for your business and, you know, if we could just explore things that are frustrating you at the moment in terms of uh, processes, uh, things that you're working on, and then maybe we can flesh out an app idea in in, in this way.
0: I mean, with my business in terms of... uh, uh, my pain points and so forth yeah
1: just things that maybe uh, over the last month that have been a real frustration and you know maybe we can yeah. uh, think about an app to solve that pr- well, problem
0: you Well, know, you know that's a good way to put it the uh, things take time and they always take a lot longer than I'd like and uh, sometimes it's due to coordination and coordinate, coordinating teams in terms of your unique process um, in fact now that you bring it up um, it would be good if I had an app to help run the company in such a way that it would help uh, my company work better and more efficient. In fact, that's what we actually do. It's funny you mention this because I haven't even done it for myself, but for other companies, we'll build them a mobile app that helps uniquely work through their processes and they'll instantly gain 20 to 30 percent increase overall just by optimizing um, what they do already and providing more information to the salesperson right there at the tips of their fingers or, you know, accelerating processes and so forth through the actual mobile app that are unique to you. And you, you might be able to put something together like that, um, as a generic app and I'd, I'd use it.
1: You know, I think you're really onto it. something there. Absolutely. Because I mean, what, one of my favorite apps is IFTTT, uh, if this, then that.com. And they've got a great app that enables us to, uh, you know, basically, if we do one thing, then it can post to another. And and I think there needs to be more apps like that, but for specific processes yeah. within businesses, because we all have our unique processes. You know, like the fact that when this show goes live, uh, I'll have to create uh, an image that then has the wording of the, the show. And then it has to get posted to Instagram and to Pinterest and then go on to Twitter and, and embedded. It. It's like all these different step by step processes so the ability to take these specific things for businesses almost and then customize them to make them more efficient and able to do on your app, your phone, I think that, that would be great.
0: Yeah, I have to agree. And, and then
1: how about this? The social sharing of those processes mm-hmm. so that we don't, you know, we don't mind. I don't care if people learn the way I'm doing my business because I'm happy to share and then. Almost like a ranking system. So these things work really well for this process, and you know, like a ranking system on an app. There you go. That's I think
0: that's great. I think it's fantastic. That's a great idea. Okay, so there you I go. Like it. Apps to try.
1: There's your <laughs> project for today's episode: is to build us something like that. Then you've got two customers already, which uh, could be uh, yep. <laughs> could be a lot of the other app developers who struggle for downloads. So, Greg, you must have uh, some favorite apps that you use in your, your business or your personal life. Uh, can you? Firstly, what phone do you carry around with you?
0: Well, that's plural. <laughs> so I know. Okay. you carry a few. Then <laughs> I'm an app developer, so I've got one of all. I've got multiple <laughs> yeah. phone numbers. What I use mainly is a, a Note 3 um, from Samsung. Oh, lovely. It's bigger and I can get more done on it, um, to be quite honest. So, um, for apps uh, that I have here, I like uh, uh, Garmin Pilot. Uh, I use that for my personal life for flying. I love Dropbox and Google Drive. We do an awful lot you know for for work to be able to share files and that goes along more with the app concept we talked about in terms of processes that helps us save an awful lot of time so I use those as well. Um, you know banking ones and and on my iPhone, we actually have one we built that that's being released in social media called megaphone um, and that's pretty cool for for um uh, issues and alerts and other things so. Those are some of the ones that I use.
1: Yeah, Megaphone. Uh, th- what does that do then?
0: Well, that's a it's it's an app that helps create social circles to alert people um, when you have issues. You know, if I like to r- uh, go out and road bike or mountain climb and so forth, um, or it could be as simple as a uh, uh, carpooling group, and I can message uh, people that. Uh, I can't pick up in the carpool today, and everyone gets alerted. They know everyone's location. They get their own little group chat, and that's moving more into some medical and other sorts of things. It's it's progressing towards that, but it's it's a cool little thing. I think we'll will show some signs of of uh, growth here. You know that cool. that
1: is again an, another great idea because one of my big frustrations is like as as um, my popularity grows with the podcast, it's becoming very difficult to. Uh, keep faith for example Facebook we both use Facebook and uh, you know it's it's uh, I've primarily used it for personal stuff but um, you know more and more business people are joining it and uh, it's just trying to keep the distinct uh, separation between the two and it's it's very difficult whereas Google Plus obviously you have circles it's a bit easier but uh, yeah Facebook it seems to be quite challenging to uh, you know to, to make the distinction between business and personal
0: Yep, exactly. I completely understand. So I've got, I've got hopes for this. It, it looks, it looks promising. That's megaphone with an F. Um, so great. Yeah, I'm excited.
1: That, well, there's a lot going on there. So Greg, but, uh, before we say goodbye, uh, you have inspired me with all these projects, with the fact that you've been in the industry for you know, 20 years with the same team, pretty much building all these really cool things. How can people reach out and connect with you? What's the best way of yeah, get, getting in touch?
0: Well, you can go to our website, uh, www.MagellanLLC.com. That's M-A-G-E-L-L-A-N-L-L-C.com. There's a contact button at the bottom. Um, or you can email me, Greg, at MagellanLLC.com. If you do go through the contact contact me button, since you're listening to the App Guide podcast, we'll give you a free hour of consulting regarding your mobile app or your idea. So we'll put that out there today for listening. and Or email me
1: that is wonderful Greg you are a superstar thanks for joining us on the App Guide podcast it's been a, a real pleasure going through your journey and uh, we'd love to keep up to speed with uh, what's going on especially with Matrix and uh, Megaphone and uh, M2 and all these other great projects that, that seem to be coming out from, from you know your, your vision so Greg thanks very much for joining us and uh, all the best with the, what's going on there at Magellan
0: it's been a pleasure thank you for having me on I'll talk to you later, Paul. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. If you want to be a guest on the show or suggest someone, then please send an email to
1: info at onemob.com. The App Guy
0: Podcast.